0: And welcome to Sutro, Side Talk, Backlog Special, Number 9. I am your host, Carmen Schuster, and with me is... James Selig. We actually just finished recording uh, episode 111. This is just uh, back-to-back, and this is technically our July special, uh, even though we're recording it in September, or August. I'm already going one month extra there.
1: Yeah, we're like a week into August at this point.
0: Yes, and uh, James, this could be our last full-on backlog special because we're, like, my list is so close, it's getting there, it's better, but also our new format makes it so we should be able to do more anyway now, so Mm. we're looking at potential, uh, at least these monthly episodes will be done, and of course there's still, you know, you could always go back and listen to any of them because there's no news in them, they're just purely watch-played content, yeah. so not nothing that really gets old, tactically. And, James, uh, how do you feel that we are f- going to be recording one less show every month?
1: It's going to be nice. I mean, it's like, I enjoy doing this show, but doing two episodes in one day, it literally kind of doubles the amount of time it takes out of my, like, weekend to do that. Right. So... Again, I enjoy doing this, but it can be kind of time consuming at sometimes.
0: Yeah, and it's like and I'm I don't like this after. Them either. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> yeah, I'm like after this I'm like, oh man, not- oh wait, I still have to edit this shit. Um, yeah. I got to like get the re- get this ready for social media. I got to I got to do so much. Yeah. So, it-, it does make it a little bit easier on me especially if um this is a monthly thing and if we're going to start doing the cut of steel on a good monthly format now. And also, up to it, down to it is actually going to try to become monthly now as well. Uh, this will make my life slightly easier as it also gets harder.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, there you go with that. And of course, you can uh, write into us, sutra side talk at gmail.com, comments, feedback, questions, all that stuff. And this is sutra side talk where we do talk about uh, usually currently. To select topics of news, and we'll kind of go in depth on them afterwards. We'll just do uh, what we've been watching and playing, and our backlog specials are just watching and playing, so no news, and like I said, this is probably our last one, at least for now, uh, unless we have to do more later. It just depends if we have a massive backlog of shit to talk about. That's, that's really how it goes yeah. with the kind of thing. Uh, with that said, James, you ready to dive right into it? Yep. All right, so the way we're going to do it this week, guys, is I'm going to for every i'm gonna do two and then james will do one and we'll switch back and forth each time i don't think i'll talk about any games this time just because my film tv show stuff vastly outweighs it so at Same. least over five times
1: yeah i am very close to finishing final fantasy 7 remake so i might be able to talk about that next time but uh not quite yet
0: gotcha so the two movies i got are actually two 2016 films uh and I've been going through a lot of award type films, uh, just trying to catch up with them. And the first one here is The Girl on the Train. So this is a film starring Emily Blunt, and I wasn't really sure what this was. Like for some reason, that's the title made me it kept making me think of the girl with the dragon tattoo for some reason.
1: Yeah, I think I. have The name sounds sort of familiar. I think I remember seeing trailers for this movie and it looked like some sort of suspense thing. And the, the idea was like whether or not the main character was actually just going crazy or not.
0: Yes. So it's a, it's a very, um, it's, it's directed by Tate Taylor and it stars, like I said, Emily Blunt. She plays a character named Rachel And the whole thing is literally she's taking a train home and she seems like a heavy alcoholic and her life is a mess. Everything's in shambles. Uh, She lives like with a roommate who has to deal with a lot of her shit and she's divorced and her husband or her ex-husband is with like this woman who has a child, I believe. And it's just this whole thing. You're just like, oh, Emily Blunt's character is like just really a bum and she keeps fucking shit up and she's endangering this family because she's jealous of this new wife that her ex has. And you learn that that's not the case and that this is actually very much like kind of like a thriller. It's like a suspense thriller. It's not really horror at all. Uh, it's just like, oh, this is some... There's some crazy shit in this because there's three women in this. Uh, it's uh, Emily Blunt that plays Rachel, Haley Bennett that plays Megan, and then Rebecca Ferguson that plays Anna. And Megan is, like, this girl who, it feels like uh, Tom is her ex-husband. Tom is, like, having an affair, I believe. You're, like, that's what it feels like. And Emily Blunt's character, Rachel, is like, what the hell's going on? And then there's Anna who is the woman that he left her for, and they have a kid. And I'm trying to recollect all of this. And what happens is their affair goes sour, and he kills Megan, like, by accident. But he kills her, and then he hides the body and stuff. And it turned out Emily Blunt's character, Rachel suffered from some shock I believe that kind of just screwed up her mind and her memories are all different so like she's remembering like a dinner party and she's drunk and screwing everything up and he's just like I can't believe you did that and all this stuff and it's like her husband's work it's like a work um dinner party so she sees like the the boss's wife somewhere in the public and she's like oh my god dear how are you doing and uh you're like oh why is she not so nice to her like she was like horrible at her dinner and it's like oh you weren't bad like you you were collapsing from something and he was really horrible to you that whole time we almost you know there was talk of him getting fired and stuff and it was like wait and she's like that's not how i remembered it and it's like oh shit her memory is all fucked up she's remembered like her her ex-husband had like manipulated her into thinking it was always her fault when actually this whole time he was abusive he murdered a woman and he was actually the evil person this whole time when this like this entire movie you're thinking he's this calm collective guy who's like please leave me and my new family alone i don't want you getting near us when oh. in reality it was uh when he was married to her he was actually really horrible to her but like her mind it like she didn't he she couldn't remember that at all So that's why she perceived it the way he told her to perceive it.
1: Interesting.
0: And yeah. And he was actually this dude with really big anger issues and stuff to the point where literally he killed the woman he was having an affair with and all this other shit. And it becomes uh, he uh, like straight up just is about to kill her and also potentially his current wife. And they actually team up and act, end up having to like, uh, I think Emily Blunt's character kills him, And like, they explain everything. But it's like this whole thing because there's, th- there that's going on. Uh, Megan, the woman he killed originally, her boyfriend is looking for her. And there's like a whole thing where Emily Blunt's character is trying to help him for a bit because she also sees like a guy that she feels like she can help. So she doesn't feel so helpless all the time. So it's like this weird dynamic of characters uh, which actually this, this character is also Luke Evans. So it's like, it's, it's funny because I just talked about him in like Fast and Furious and I'm like, oh, cool, more oh, yeah. Luke Evans. But it's just a, it's a very strange suspense thriller that ju- it does a full 180 on you. Like you're literally kind of going like, why am I watching this weird movie about this woman who seems like she's just fucking up her own life to, oh my God, she's not crazy. This is actually her being manipulated this whole time. The, the ex-husband's actually a murderer. You got to stop him. Holy shit. And it's not like a great movie. It's not bad. It's just kind of like a a one and done, if that makes sense. Like, it was like, oh, that was interesting. Okay. And then you move on. Maybe. It was it was like that kind of thing. Um, I don't think I'd ever watch it again unless there was someone that hadn't seen it. And it'd be like, oh, I think you should really watch this. But otherwise, like... It was a good time. I I think, honestly, I'd only show it to someone if they were going like, I'm looking for like a suspense thriller specifically. And I'd be like, oh, I have something that you might like. Like, it would be like that kind of thing. Not just like, oh, generally any movie. I think you should watch this out of any other genre. That kind of thing. Right. Uh, The other movie I want to talk about at the moment is Sully with Tom Hanks as a pilot.
1: Uh, Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's based on the true story uh, that was recent where... Uh, captain sullivan uh, had to pilot a plane into the uh harbor in new york
1: yeah and oh, i just love that that was like one day's news and they were like we can make a movie out of that it really yeah they really because it goes from like oh
0: shit you landed this plane in the harbor to yo you didn't actually need to do that your plane would have been fine <laughs> you literally risked everyone's lives on your own for nothing and it goes through like a whole like that's that's what it felt weird. So it's like they definitely draw this whole thing out into an entire film huh. and they're utilizing, you know, Tom Hanks is the name of Tom Hanks. It's right. like, oh, shit, because it's like it feels like that's been a very academy Tom Hanks relationship lately where it's like, let's make a movie based on a true story. And while we'll Tom Hanks play that character and we all knew it was pre-planned that it would be like this and pre-planned that'll it be up for rewards and stuff like that it all feels like it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy that they did themselves because you have this you have um what's that what's that one with the the somalian pirates um literally that has the meme i'm the captain now
1: yeah i know what you're talking about but that was also another tom hanks thing (laughs)
0: yeah where he's also a captain yeah. and it's like oh he's a in this one he's a ship captain of a plane. this one he's on a boat and it's like oh okay so it's all these vehicles that tom hanks is captaining and things bad happen and he has to save the day or something uh i feel like there's probably another one i i feel like there's these things come in threes practically so i feel like there's probably some other tom hanks true story thing recently that's happened you could probably find and then he's in there and at the fucking oscars being like (laughs) and you're just like okay i'm nothing against tom hanks i'm just like saying it just seems like it's a it's a not generic but it seems like just a common thing that seems to happen a lot uh in terms of like the style of movie and then it's tom hanks doing that character basically and he did yeah it's a fucking walt disney one too he played walt disney (laughs) He, he keeps doing this. It was that. What was it saving Mr. Banks? Right. That was another based on a true story one. Oh,
1: I oh, I don't remember.
0: Yeah, it's saving Mr. Banks. That's the one where it's uh, the Mary Poppins, the the woman that oh, created yeah. Mary Poppins. So yeah, he keeps doing. He keeps playing people that are real.
1: <laughs> Wasn't he it's also true. Walt Disney in a movie or something? That's saving Mr. Banks. That is what saving Mr. Banks. Yeah, okay.
0: yeah, it's Walt Disney trying to get the rights to Mary Poppins. Uh... And he's like literally trying to win this woman over to so he can do the movie uh and he's like come to disneyland and shit but uh yeah solely it's it's cool though like it's very much just like a a right it's straight up just a movie about a guy going i just want to be a pilot and he doesn't want the fame he doesn't want any of this shit he just wants to do pilot stuff and that's and hang out with his family like that's all it is and the honestly the interesting part because it's just it's just showing him interacting with the fame it's him at a bar and them going oh shit you're him and him at a hotel being like i just don't want to be in this hotel i want to be at home with my wife and my daughters and stuff and the interesting part because i will say that the 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 character because he doesn't really give much vibrancy it's very much just a guy that seems like he keeps to himself Hmm. versus his co-pilot who is played by Aaron Eckhart aka uh Harvey Dent in Dark Knight oh okay uh he also because his mustache they have both have mustaches Aaron Eckhart's mustache fantastic I love Aaron Eckhart's it's like the it is the they literally look like if you imagine oh what does a pilot look like oh yeah no those these guys literally look like the generic imaginary face of a pilot in your head is these guys so
1: they all have like massive mustaches
0: massive mustaches just like full on like we're going (laughs) into the harbor to crash and they're just like oh okay cool (laughs) but he the whole time he's like very adamant like yo this dude saved our lives uh he's being very just like he he's being uh modest like if it weren't for him everyone would be dead and you should be thankful. Like, that's his character. And he's very much, like, in the right the entire time. Like, it's not like he's a bad co-pilot. He's really good. And his acting is probably, I would say, the best in the film. Because Tom Hanks is good. But it's just very much, like, there's no emotion that much. It's very much just, like, a, a, a silent thing. Uh, whereas Aaron Eckhart was, like, much more like, hey, what's going on? I'm, I'm alive. And stuff like that. But the, se- the two sequences that I liked the most were, one, the actual plane crash. So you're seeing all the different passengers on the plane, and it's just showing them on there, and when the plane crashes, like, one of them's like, just leave me, leave me, and go, Wait, and you're what? like, oh my god, yeah, because it's like, I think an older woman, and she's just like, oh, you're not going to make it with me, oh shit, and, and stuff like that, and it's just hella funny that, uh, I mean, it's not, it's not funny, if it, obviously it's real, but it's funny because, like, you know, they're utilizing stuff being like, oh, these are real people, and this is what they were doing. They're trying to, you know, garner emotion out of someone watching. And you're like, these right. are everyday people. This happened to someone. And it's just like you have the the dad and his adult sons and they get separated on different boats. They don't know if they made it out. So they're freaking out. You have a dude that's like, because it's the it's the Hudson Harbor, I believe. Yeah. And um, it's New York, I think in the winter. So the water is like ice cold. And one dude's like, they're, the the plane's in the middle, and it does a very like New York's come to save New York thing, uh, where all the yeah. random boats are coming towards them to help them. They're just random ships, and they're like, we can help you. Like, we'll we'll go out of our way and we're gonna save you. One dude goes, a band of ship just fucking jumps in the water what? and tries to make us swim for land, in, and I'm like, okay. you're in the you're in the harbor, bro. You're you're not. You're not going to make it. And the dude's already... You can tell he's, like, freezing from... Like, the dude's going to get hypothermia, basically. And it's just insane. I think one woman, like, jumps off, too. And, like, they have to do extra stuff to rescue them. But... It's just, like, a whole thing. And then they get off. And the i think the wife like captain sullivan's wife like sees it on tv after and she's just like oh my god because <laughs> uh, he calls her or something but it's like it's a whole thing and then after to prove um that they what they did was right was they go through the scenarios like i think it's like um uh simulations and they're like we did all these simulations and uh each one were able to make it to one of the nearest airports. You didn't actually have to do that. And so he goes like, and they're like, but it literally, it was the only way, like we couldn't have done it. I can guarantee you. And so they go like, um, well, were you going at this speed and doing it this way? It was like the exact way they had the plane. Cause apparently they didn't. So once they did each simulation crashed, 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 crashed. <laughs> okay. So they were like, Oh fuck, he's right, and it's like I rest my case. So I'm an amazing pilot, and I save the day. <laughs> and then the movie <laughs> ends pretty much. That's like the whole thing. Um, Don't
1: ever question Tom Hanks.
0: Basically, that's that's the movie. Like it's It's like uh, it's just you know if you want to watch Tom Hanks do a true story thing, there you go. Uh, there's nothing else to it. It's just like, do you want to see a piece Dude, of history? He's also Mister Rogers. <laughs> yeah. Fucking a. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> So if you just want to see an extra dramatis dramatization of a real plane crash, you can't. That's that's that's. (laughs) Yeah. It it, it feels
1: like they they stretched out an event that was probably like 10 minutes total into like an hour and a half movie. I mean, I guess there
0: was the whole like I'm pretty sure that was all the true story of like they actually did like try to undermine him and say like it wasn't him that's possible because they're going to take his they were going to take his license away and stuff i'm, I'm pretty sure that it was like that whole point was uh they didn't have to prove it i don't think they did it in that exact way because that probably did build more drama the way they did it but i do think um that there was a lot of basically the airlines going like no it must have been him and we'll blame him and then he proved mm-hmm. his innocence like i think that part was real at least all right so yeah All right, your turn. All
1: right, so I am planning on sticking to as many things like shared on our list as possible, just to help you get through your list as well. And since last, yeah, since the last uh, uh, backlog special, I actually did watch a couple of the things you asked me to watch, Uh, and I think I want to start with glow because i finally watched the third and unfortunately last season of glow yes and i understand now why you're so frustrated at the end because it ends in such a cliffhanger moment they are like i was like oh i can't wait till like the next season and it's just like netflix canceled it for like no reason that anyone can understand
0: yep uh Say like I, I I went through and I I don't even remember how long ago it was I I like watched all three seasons back to back and yeah. then you just had the third season to do right like yeah you the other two and
1: I was like I had it on my list to watch at some point anyway so I was like yeah yo, well, you know let's hold off on talking about it until I've watched it and I just like didn't get around to it until maybe a month or so ago yeah, yeah. so I guess. Where, where to start for this shit
0: like i guess who which which wrestlers were your favorite
1: <laughs> oh man so i mean i love uh what what's her name the actress uh allison brie. brie like i As think she's Ruth, great. she was
0: um what was
1: her na- what was her russian her name? character was zoya the destroyer <laughs> that's <what> it was <laughs> zoya the destroyer <laughs> yeah and like her horrible russian exactly antagonist but like the main char- oh debbie yeah debbie the uh Liberty Bell like okay so I I loved like all the characters for different reasons like I loved I think maybe my favorite character overall might be Sam the like producer slash writer I guess the writer of the show like I loved the moment where someone was uh trying to tell him like but this character is super racist he's like that's the point (laughs) like he like basically lays out that like all wrestling characters are basically like massive stereotypes of something. The Iron or another. Sheik. Yeah, I rest my case. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, you, no one's supposed to take you seriously. It's just supposed to be fun, and so that's why there's like a full on super American character, Liberty Bell, versus like the full on Russian character, Zoya the Destroyer, and then yeah, like Fortune Cookie is the the Chinese <laughs> character. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah like the iron sheik is the uh, the like iranian character because this is like back in the 70s or the no this is the 80s like back when like well i mean we still have a contentious oh yeah arthy was
0: it. uh she uh she was like um what was her name She was supposed to be like some uh i think it was supposed to be like lebanese or something uh,
1: i don't remember
0: um crap but yeah, no, she's played by Sunita Manny, and they gave her, like, a unibrow and everything. Oh, no,
1: Yeah, you're right. The, I, for some reason, I thought when you said Iron Sheik that that was actually her character. The, not. The, no, that, that was the that actual WD. character. That was character. a real character <laughs> in, in real life. Yeah, Jabroni, yeah. Like, he yeah. called people Jabronis. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, I just... So, that's one thing I liked from, like, the get-go in the first season was that, like, they did such a good job of not only establishing the, the wrestling characters, but, like, the characters playing those characters... And I just the I acting had within the acting. Yeah, dude, I had so much fun when they actually got to doing their their shows. And I was just like, it brought me back to when I was a kid and actually legitimately liked to watch WWE and was just like, this is fucking amazing. This is literally exactly what wrestling is. or really is how it I remember was. it as a kid. It's so well done. And they were funny as hell. So good. That glow is actually
0: hilarious. Like I was cracking up in that fucking show. Yeah, it's funny. It's also very serious at points as well. Dude, like it's both.
1: I like completely forgot about Bash having like who's like the producer of the show. Yeah, uh I totally forgot that in the first season he had that like friend of his that was like very clearly very gay, and just like oh yeah, he in Bash had like no idea Florian. about it. He, he just didn't think about it until literally like one episode. They're like, oh yeah, he died. He, in san like, francisco yeah i was like wait what it's like, like oh, yeah he contracted shit. some virus they don't know what it is but like it just you know it slowly got to him and he's dead uh, and i was like oh shit they actually went there like, yeah they went to the damn like
0: this is also during like you know aids epidemic and yeah shit, this so. is like
1: the 80s which is when like yeah the aids epidemic happened and like we really we literally did not know what was going on we just knew that like some people for some reason were just like their immune system was just like collapsing and we couldn't yeah. tell why um
0: this- which also for bash's reaction just to say his reaction to it you couldn't tell like at first it's like is it that he's sad that he's dead yeah. or is he freaked out that he's like oh my god am i next because then he started like didn't he start throwing shit away something like, like
1: he literally was like and that was the other thing is like back then like we didn't know how aids was transmitted either so people were literally afraid to touch people that yeah. had AIDS or even touch things that people who had AIDS had touched. So like he's, he's simultaneously going through, like, I just lost my best friend, but also like, oh my God, my best friend was gay. And he was like infected with something. And I need it. I need to get everything of his out of here. Cause I don't want to be next or whatever. And like, and very clear And like later on in like the third season, he definitely starts to go through his own, like, uh, like he's definitely not, fully gay he's definitely bi because he, he still loves or is interested in like his wife but he has that like one night stand with the the um he wasn't a bellhop he was like a, a male prostitute a gigolo that like worked in vegas like yeah. in the area and it's like so he clearly has interest in men and he just like like a lot of people back then and even today like he just couldn't deal with like that side of himself and he just he really did not handle he it well. forced himself with women yeah yeah
0: like the way he was he was very much a friend to some of them especially um the first relationship we really had was uh crap what was her name um i need to sorry i need to be to find her again uh carmen you know she had like her the older brothers were all wrestlers like she yeah. came from a wrestling family and her father didn't want to allow her to stay so he's like oh we're going out and i'm her boyfriend and yeah. stuff and then eventually though he marries um the british i forget what the
1: british britannica brit <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's like a wasn't they made like her a scientist, super scientist or whatever yeah. she's like constantly trying to create like love potions and stuff
0: i just love like she's in the skimpy outfit but she still has the lab coat on and like the super so, dorky glasses <laughs> it's oh my god that shit was hilarious yeah. I, it felt like it was like you could double it up and be like dude is this is a of or some shit? like what's going on but uh and then he actually marries her like because yeah. she was gonna get uh deported i think mm. and dude, yeah he saves her and she gets
1: citizenship because of it dude i loved in the third season when his mom shows up and he's like terrified oh of her because he is not name birdie is he like he doesn't even call her mom he calls her like birdie which is like her name or, or something like that or or that's just what people call her and she's there because she assumes that this random girl who came out of nowhere and married his his or her super rich son is just there for the money and like she takes uh oh man, i i can't remember the the character's name other than britannica but she takes her out and she's like buying her clothes and she's trying to you know get her guard down and stuff like that and she literally britannica this is when
0: they're in vegas too this is during season three Yeah, this is is the vegas season
1: and she's like listen i married your son for the wrong reasons and she's like wow you're really just coming out and saying it right and she assumes she's gonna say like i married him for his money and it's like i married him for a green card but he's such a sweet like innocent guy that i kind of actually really like him but he's and so bad with money <laughs> she i
0: love that she proves to her mom that she's good for him because she takes care of his money she's not yeah. spending it she's saving it for him and actually doing better things and she's like oh yeah i i might leave you guys let you have control of all the money yeah the then mom because...
1: literally goes from like being super skeptical of this random new girl to being like oh yeah she's actually good for my son he didn't really make a bad choice here. I'm good with she, this. She's literally like,
0: "Oh, he's your problem now. Yeah. Like, you can you can take care of him. I don't want to. I don't. That you can babysit so funny. him." I love that. It's like he. It's like he's happy, but he's also scared because now they like each other. Yeah, you're like,
1: oh no. He's just like, I don't. I don't understand. What's your game here? <laughs> it's
0: so good. Uh. That's odd. like the honestly they it they do a good job in two different ways like it's like um why do people love wwe and it's like is it because it's fake i mean everyone knows it's fake they like it because it's like these weird character relationships and dynamics you see it's in the wrestling besides the actual wrestling
1: it's like live and, action soap opera essentially. yeah
0: and in this it's the same thing except now it's like you're seeing the struggles of women trying to do it because you know a lot of people don't take them seriously but also now they're you're getting these fun little wrestling relationships but you're getting the real relationships behind it all too at the same time and that's like the real thing and it kind of just makes it if it's not professional it makes you kind of think more like i wonder what it's like for actual wrestlers and things like that you make like it makes you wonder a little bit more and Uh, i guess the main relationship to talk about is ruth and uh debbie really like um through the three seasons if not the first one where ruth cheats like she she's a homewrecker she's with uh her husband she cheats on
1: or she sleeps with her best friend's husband like multiple times
0: who i want to point out mark egan's played rich summer you'll know him in mad men yeah that's fucking uh what's his face crane Uh, I forget his first name, but his last name is Crane in it. He's the guy with the glasses. You'll also, if you played Firewatch, that is the protagonist of Firewatch as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So just uh, wanted to point that out there. I always remember that because I was like, oh, he's from, that's like, I don't know why. It's like they did that for him. And then uh, Cosgrove, I think, in Mad Men is, um, though it wasn't Cosgrove. I forget his last name. He is the protagonist of *Valley Noir*. It's like two yeah. Mad Men, two side Mad, Men, Mad Men characters became like game protagonists, which was really fun oh, uh, yeah. for that kind of thing. So that's what I, always, it, it, Mad Men just has weird far reaches. I always like that it like somehow something comes from
1: Mad Men. Of course, the biggest being John Hammond. Yeah. That's but... another one of those shows that's like on my list to watch eventually. Like I watched the first few episodes. Oh, have you never seen it? I watched the first few episodes. Oh, I, I couldn't God. get into it at the time.
0: It is hard. It's like me with Breaking Bad where I probably should give that another chance. Eh because uh, everyone always says it's amazing and i'm like he's in his underwear people are chasing yeah. him and i don't know i was like halfway through season It's going to just know. have to
1: get to the end of the first season
0: i'm like if you can tell me i'm not gonna hate these characters anymore that's like that's the thing yeah because that was where i was like i fucking hate everyone i don't like anybody that was my issue that's fair but, but yeah like, uh, i do
1: like to see that it takes a long time for ruth and oh debbie, debbie to, to like get back rectify. to being friends at all which I'm actually kind of surprised that Debbie eventually did just kind of get over it, but it, it literally took like her getting like, I guess, super high on cocaine and going and breaking out. Ruth's leg. Yeah, she like during an a, a performance that was season. It was like the end of the first season. That was the end of season one, I right? Believe. Okay. Oh, I season could, one or two? I could be wrong. It could have been the end of the second season, but like, yeah, it's just at some point she like kind of goes too far overboard, and she's like got. Uh, Ruth in uh like a leg lock, and she just like the audience gets gets her like too invested or whatever, and she just snaps her ankle.
0: Like her face is gone. Like Debbie is like you could see the I there's no um. What would you She's not like there. Yeah, she's not cognitive, like yeah, she's not cognitive like, anymore. Yeah. She's completely. It's just like caught up in the moment. Yeah, and she just goes for and just goes, you just hear like the snap. It was actually not the season finale. It was like. One of the episodes, it was the end of an episode, yeah. and then the next episode's the hospital, and that's when she's she's uh Ruth is going out with the camera guy, yeah, and him and Sam are in the hospital, and Sam's like, "You don't have to be here, you can leave." <laughs> and I was like, "What's happening right now?" Oh my god! Even then, you could tell Sam liked her. Like it, it was like that that relationship was Dude, definitely yeah. And that, I feel so,
1: that's another thing. Like I I wanted Sam and Ruth to get together at some point, and it just never really worked out. Um, especially like in the third season when Sam calls her all the way to Hollywood oh, to dude. offer her the the role in his daughter's movie that's getting made. And Sam is like, oh, Ruth did amazing. Of course, she she gets the part and everyone else, even his own daughter was like, I don't know, dad, like she was good, but other people were better. Yeah, and that because
0: Justine was the one I think that I actually wanted her there. Yeah, and
1: that leads to the end, the season finale slash series finale, where Debbie is like, "I've figured out a way to get Bash, yeah, with Bash, Bash to get my own TV network going, and I want you, Ruth, to be like a director for your own show, and I want like I want us to be successful together." And Ruth is like, but I I don't want to be a director. I want to be an actress. And this
0: is um the season finale here. Is that the one where they're all going on the planes? It's like, when yeah, they're, they're all going, they're all on going their, home,
1: like separate, uh, separate ways. And that's just how they leave it is like, Debbie is trying to help Ruth, but like in a way that's kind of selfish and like she didn't consider what Ruth actually wants. It's, it's just like, oh, I'm, I'm throwing you a bone. I'm helping you be successful. It's like, but I, I don't want to be successful. I, I want to be a happy good actress. And yeah. they like they both go their separate ways and they're just you're like oh my god how are they going to what happens next and it's like Netflix is like we don't care. Yeah, cuz it's not it's not like in the
0: beginning where Ruth literally is hated by Debbie for what yeah. she did and eventually their friendship like reblossoms like they actually have a good friendship again where like i think even debbie fucks up with like uh she even like tries to sabotage ruth uh, yeah. when she's actually trying to go out the camera guy but like this ending isn't like that with any of that hatred oh, and anymore and that's the More other thing so is,
1: yeah so it wasn't completely selfish debbie was literally like i don't think that ruth is ever going to make it as an actress so i'm gonna yeah. give her a way out in because fr- they
0: say she's a good director like the way she organizes yeah. and leads everything like mm-hmm. she can't it's like yeah you may not it's what you're good at unfortunately and it's like yeah you could still act and star and stuff if you really want to but your true talent is in this area yeah. and if you were an amazing actress you would have gotten it already exactly kind of, so it's point. like
1: she's being so debbie was being like selfish but also at the realistic. same time trying to be selfless and realistic yeah
0: and realistic uh, as well and it's like the the way it ends for them too it's not like their friendship is ending either it's more like just realizing with each other kind of like yeah, oh they, fuck they, this they kind have of different
1: goals and yeah. it's just how are they going to reconcile that can they reconcile that and that's yeah that's why it's super frustrating that at least for now we're not going to get to see that uh, conclusion
0: awesome brie i want to point out is just getting unfinished content it feels like
1: yeah it's I,
0: like we're still waiting for that community movie, and now it's like we're waiting for Glow season four. But there's like a campaign to make a Glow movie to at least just get the. I did that. There. If they could, the crazy thing too, it was supposed to happen. Apparently, I think it was actually that COVID screwed up the fourth mm, season, and they just said we're just not going to do it anymore. That's the like thing, they were
1: going to do it. They did cancel it like midway through 2020, and people were just like, "What? Yeah, yeah. so, so that's what
0: re- it really sucks with that."
1: I guess my only other last thing to say is just like the. My only complaint with the third season is just like because it took place in Vegas, I, don't, I guess the, being in Vegas doesn't really matter, but like they, there was less of a focus on the actual wrestling show and it was more just like the behind the scenes character relationship stuff, which it, I still yeah. enjoyed. But like I, I just, the highlights of the first two seasons were definitely like them doing their shows. I, I really, really like that.
0: It's because it definitely the difference there was, you know, in the first two seasons, they're just still trying to maintain it, keep it going. They keep making new stuff when they get to Vegas. It's literally like if any, it's for whoever goes to Vegas, it's repetition after that. That's why they're so tired of doing the same thing. Remember that episode where Uh, they switch everything up.
1: And I feel so bad for like the welfare queen lady. It's so unfortunate that I can only remember their stage names, (laughs) but uh, like, Cause she, you find out like midway through the season, third season that she is having like severe back problems and yeah. she's just like forcing herself to go up on stage every night and do like, you know, like suplexes and stuff like that, which are just like, would be murder on your back anyway. And she like gets up in the morning, just like takes a bunch of pills, drinks a bunch of wine, like relaxes her muscles with like a, ho- a really hot shower. And you just like, you can see. There's an episode where they show like she's just taking more and more and more because the pain's getting worse and worse and worse to the point where, like, midway through one episode, uh, one show, she's just like can't go back outside because she literally can't move. She's like in yeah. tears she's, she's in, in pain. so much pain. And I was just like, I feel so bad for this. And she's like, and she had been convincing herself that, like, oh, there's only like th- three more shows to go, there's can't only be- two more shows to go. And so she's like, "I can do this. I can, I can stick it out for like till we're done. I can do this." And then Bash, without asking anyone, is like, "I signed up our sub for like another one year contract." And she's like, "I, I
0: can't do that." Yeah, because they, it's like. Um... I forget, does she ever go to the doctor or anything? I don't remember anymore. I,
1: I think they did eventually bring someone to check her out, but, like, I think their solution ended up being switching up her role, so she was one of the old ladies that, like, barely had to move.
0: Yeah, and then she was like, ah, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. it Okay, yeah, because I, I do remember... Um, her... Tame has, like, two of the best... Like, she her two episodes... Like, it's only really two episodes oh, yeah. where there's a big focus on her. That's one of them. The other is her son dude where it shows such- her getting up in the morning she goes to the fast food place like picks up donuts or whatever yeah and her son comes and she feels because her fucking name is welfare queen and she comes yeah. in with like fried chicken and shit and she's it's like all right as a w do like as a fucked up racist character it's fucking hilarious like it's so yeah. it's so ridiculous but then her her son who's a scholarship yeah he's like embarrassed by her and that's
1: so heartbreaking because you could see that she enjoys doing her job like she has fun with it and like even with the the crazy name she's just like no it's just it's funny and her son is like mom they're making fun of us like that's not funny to me
0: yeah he, he definitely couldn't take it and then they go she still you know they go to his university and um wasn't there a white girl that like talks to him and then he looks to her after and it's like that wasn't my name oh, <laughs> she yeah. confused me with the one other black guy in the school yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, was just like, what the fuck? I couldn't believe that was oh my god but um i don't know it was very heartwarming when they do rectify it and he like understands more like he actually fully watches again yeah and he's like i could i could get it like i'm not gonna i don't li- i don't like it but i understand yeah and like at the end like it's just them driving together where she gets to hang out because it seems like you know she doesn't get to see her son that often so it's very sweet like when they do interact because it's like it's cool seeing all the different dynamics with the characters where tammy is like a full-on mother she's like a mother of a fully grown son whereas debbie has an infant like who's like a toddler by the end of season three um freaking the rest of them are just like daughters like they're not even like even close to that yet they're all very young um i think only one of them just gets pregnant i want to say um what's her face voodoo what was the name for voodoo queen uh or her husband her husband came back sherry cherry
1: yeah 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 so that was another one of the uh, more interesting uh relationships in my opinion just because like it that was another really hard conversation for couples to have where like the, the dad or the, the, the husband, like he really wants to start a family and she just really doesn't like she's, she loves him, but she's like, you know, I, my, my job is very physically demanding. Like, and like by the third season, she like really lays it out that like, if, if I were to get pregnant to have a kid, like that would be at least several months where I couldn't, uh, like be a fighter or, or it couldn't do my job. And then not, not including after like I actually have the kid. And then what if there are complications, you know, I could be permanently giving up my career to have That's a kid. That's what it was. And, yeah. and so like they have that moment where she's like, you know, he literally is just like, well, but does it even matter what I want though? And she's like, I don't think it, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't answer that for you. And like, so he leaves for, like, a good, decent part of the season. And, like, when when he finally comes back for the Christmas episode. I, As dude, Santa Claus? Dude, I started crying because, like, she had not seen him in months. And, just, like, clearly they still both love each other and want to get over what's keeping them apart. But, like, it's such a, like, that's a really hard thing to compromise on.
0: Oh yeah. And he does compromise. He's like and adoption. Do I,
1: yeah. And that's the thing is like, I thought that was so sweet where he comes back and he's like, I needed time. I needed space to get over why I was so mad. And you know, you're right. It is your body. Like it's not right for me to ask you to give up your body for us to have a family, but like, how, would you be fine with adoption? Cause then I could be the father and like, you could still have your body. And I was just like, that's a fucking smart answer or yeah, like, really. solution. Like, so I, I loved their relationship that they, they clearly love each other so much, but there's that like one really important thing that is just so hard to reconcile with.
0: Yeah. So that was, that was really good too. Uh, You also have like, at that era too, like besides AIDS, of course, like homosexuality is still very much like a whole thing. Like there's that whole show they do.
1: I I loved that episode where they go to the the underground drag show because like, it's vegas but even in vegas like shit like that is like looked uh, crowned upon yeah Yeah, because there's like a fire and shit yeah and, and that's the thing like they have this amazing night and dude like the the wolf girl's monologue was just so well done and then yeah just like someone set fire to the place and they all had to go running out and there's like a bunch of slurs like spray painted all over the uh the walls of the building and it's just like yeah like this is not a safe time for people like this it's so sad
0: yeah and it was crazy, like, when Wolf Girl burns her, uh, her pelt. Yeah. Dude, that was some, that was some crazy shit. That, that was Yeah, she crazy definitely had a, a
1: lot of really good personal growth, like, throughout the this, this show, honestly.
0: Yeah, Sheila, Sheila the She-Wolf. That yeah. was her full, full name there. And then she, uh, I mean, like, there was also the, um, lesbian relationship between, uh, what was her name? Yolanda, she was, like, the new jump change. Yeah. And then, uh uh basically the i forget what the lebanese terrorist name
1: was yeah i can't remember
0: (laughs) but you know her uh she uh you know who she is what i realized uh soon amani uh she plays arthy the 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 girl that is supposed to be like the lesbian terrorist wrestler um she is in a music video and i didn't realize it because i only noticed it when i was looking through imdb she's in turned down for what she's the girl in that oh really that's her. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> that funny. You know, you know, which then that was, right? Uh, Where they keep falling through the roof and that dude just keeps like dancing like a crazy dude. Oh no, I don't remember this. Oh, just look for uh turn down for what on YouTube later on. You'll, you'll understand. But yeah, no. So it's like they, they go through a lot of shit and then there's, yeah, everyone just is an interesting Melanie. Uh, the, if I remember correctly, Melanie's the the Jewish girl who literally uh, is with that male prostitute and she thinks that was so funny. (laughs) Dude, that was, that was fucking hilarious. Oh my God.
1: And like, I love how he, like they were both confused. Like who's the prostitute at the time? Like he definitely was like, Oh, I know I'm a prostitute. But she's like, she thought that he was asking how much she would cost for the night. And she's like, Oh, he thought I was a prostitute. Well, I might as well get some money out of this and she, he's like no you don't understand i'm asking how much like you're gonna pay me because i'm a prostitute you hired me for the thing <laughs> like,
0: that was so funny i forget do they actually get into a relationship
1: they did or well and then that, after I'm and like, then he sleeps with bash after <laughs> yeah that was so it wasn't so much like i don't know if it was an official relationship or she just like routinely would like hire him from then on because she's like i like him <laughs>
0: One or the other, yeah. yeah. Vegas is a weird place, man. But yeah, no, I, I really, I really do hope that show is brought back in some way because they, they deserve. Cl- Honestly, it's twenty times easier to get that show finished than it would be for Community. So to get that Community movie. So if we could get this first and get one closure, that be, that would be very nice. I think.
1: Yeah, to say I, the least. Yeah, if they can't do a fourth season to finish everything up, then like a, a movie, I think would be worthwhile for sure. Yeah. Even though each
0: was, how long were the episodes? Like 40 minutes, 50 yeah, minutes? Yeah, it was
1: about an hour long show each, uh, each episode. So then a
0: movie wouldn't even barely do it justice. that will just be an episode. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, give me the fucking season. Just give me season four. Yeah. Just give me the four, fourth full season. Like, why did Netflix have to, I, I get it's like It's so weird COVID, too, because it's one of like,
1: their, it, unless I'm mistaken, it's like one of their more popular shows. and of And of all the things that they keep going, like the I, it's so weird to me that they just were like, we could do without GLOW. Yeah, and it's like, dude, it's like if you
0: did a fifth season of Stranger Things, like I get you're doing four now, but after this, you don't even need to... Do, that show's done. Like, you don't need to yeah. keep doing that one, but you, you going to stop Glow when there was still like a ton
1: more story there. And that's the thing is like, it's not even that there's an indefinite amount of Glow left. Like, they were planning for one more it was season. Four, yeah, it was just four seasons. There was an end point. So that's like, the just, worst part. I know like filmmaking is expensive, but just like, come on, just do the one last season and then you're done. Like, you can... You could just be done with it then. Just
0: finish the story. It's like Netflix and CW have opposite issues. CW will keep that show on life support where it's like we're in our 13th season yeah. and you're like, please, stop.
1: I don't know how much more teammates I can handle. Yep. Supernatural <laughs> keeps finding new, new like, astral they plans. They finally <laughs> ended
0: that. Oh my gosh, they finally <laughs> ended that. But they're making a spinoff. I'm like, far, for fucks,
1: pl- yeah. like,
0: God damn damn dude
1: is, is it gonna be called paranormal
0: <laughs> i don't know all i know is i'm down to three shows i think and then or wait no is it four again because they the, the superman show is actually really good yeah i'm like it's actually quality like it's not even like yeah no it's actually good i'm like fuck this is it's like that legends of tomorrow and oh i guess it's just some yeah i think it's just that in riverdale actually and Riverdale is just stupid it's just so stupid it's so stupid I I can't that show is so it should not exist but it does and I need to stop but I haven't figured out how yet so it's, I'm still figuring that part out but I think I might actually stop watching that show soon Legends of Tomorrow and Superman are honestly like the only two CW shows I actually want to watch um but yeah but that yeah Glow season four Glow season four that's what I'm saying but all right all right, anything else for that one?
1: No, I think that's it. It's definitely, like, a very, very good, well-done show. It's just got to have that asterisk on it of, like, that current ending is frustrating. Gotcha. Okay.
0: Uh, my next thing is actually a trilogy of movies. I feel like it's easy to just talk about as a whole. It's okay. uh, the Moth or Rebirth trilogy, which is, like, a 90s... So it, this is a very interesting point, James. This is between... um the heisei and millennium eras of godzilla so this is around the time these movies came out when 98 godzilla came out for matthew broderick's godzilla interesting yeah because it's like oh we ended godzilla with with godzilla versus destroy we literally like killed godzilla godzilla is done what do we do now and then they're like let's do a mothra trilogy because we've you know we should maybe. i think it was the start of something where they they went what if we tried to do other monster series now with the other Godzilla supporting characters we had before, like Mothra? And then '98 Godzilla came out, and they went, "Fuck, uh, we should go back and make things again to fix this shit." And then they said, "Forget the forget the other monsters idea. Let's just do like six more Godzilla movies instead." <laughs> <laughs> um, the Mothra trilogy. Dude, okay, so they have, like, eight different Mothras in this stuff. What? Like, Mothra just keeps changing forms. Like, first, they're like, look, it's classic Mothra from, like, the Showa and Heisei era that you see from, like, the, the Mothra one-shot film, the Heisei stuff, all that, everything. And there's always kids in these movies, and there's three sisters. Um, The two twins, you know, the two mini-twin fairies. They have right. a third sister, who's like a Rita Repulsa style villain. Oh, interesting! She's like ah, okay. And they, so the twins ride a little miniature fairy Mothra, <laughs> and the the third sister rides like this bat robot style monster that's also miniature. And she's just always fucking with... She's always like, I'm gonna help make it. She basically keeps going like, make my monsters grow! And she'll like <laughs> oh go God, and find real? some new monster and make it into the villain of the movie. And sometimes she'll get like humans with her to help her. Uh, or She'll make them work for So her.
1: does she show up throughout the trilogy? Yes. Uh, All, okay. So
0: the recurring characters are these three fairies. And Mothra. Okay. And each set of people are different though. So like the first one um Mothra has to fight uh Desigidra who's like a it's like if Ghidorah had a shitty little brother (laughs) who had a growth issue uh that would be like Desigidra um it's very it's very interesting he's like if you look up the picture of him just look up like Desigidra um and you'll kind of see what it looks like or just look up Mothra rebirth and then Desigidra if I remember correctly uh, you'll definitely see what I'm talking about, and he—he's just like a weird, like I said, he's just like a Ghidorah with four, ha- with like four feet, um, three heads still, but just smaller. And Mothra, of course, has an egg. Mothra dies, as expected, James. And there's a new Mothra larva, and it does its mar- larva thing, and then it turns into a new Mothra. And I believe this Mothra's name is Leo Mothra. So this is the new um, the new standard form of Mothra. And it's like this cool design. Like, it's a, a very crisp design of Mothra where uh, it just looks more blue. It's not that classic color anymore. And he just looks more advanced. And he's stronger. And you're like, oh shit, it's like a brand new Mothra. And that's how they're like, oh, this is how this trilogy is going to go. Like, this was an exit of the Showa-era, Heisei-era Mothra, and this new Mothra now is going to be the star of the next three movies. And uh, he ends up fighting Desegator and destroying him, and it's, like, all this crazy shit, and you're like, whoa, this is insane. And it's really cool, honestly. Um, the one other thing this movie does, like, the, the Mothra trilogy is very unique compared to all the Godzilla movies in the term of There's the fairies reoccurring every single time. You have a Rita Repulsa-style villain that's there every time making monsters grow. And then you have, like, these crazy Mothra evolutions because they're like, oh, it's the same character and we don't really have any supporting monsters anymore like there would be in Godzilla. There's no Rodan, no Anguirus, nothing like that. So it's just Mothra taking different forms in different... um, in each movie. Like, the second movie, there's, like, Aqua Mothra... And it's like an underwater Mothra. And the third one, there's like a crazy um, metal-looking Mothra, if I remember correctly. Like, it keeps taking crazy forms. And the second movie, Mothra fights like a trash monster. I forget what his name was. And it's actually like a pollution monster. And uh, that one is cool because it's got like an ancient temple that's like underwater. And this one has kids. And Reader Repulsor recruits like two, like, burglar-type dudes or something. And one of them ends up like, Helping the kids in the end, the other acts like an asshole and is like, Oh, we're just friends, don't worry, kids, we'll be cool, and shakes hands and he beats up a child, and you're like, Oh no, this guy is a villain, and then he like dies, I think. But uh the third movie, James, they bring in a classic monster, and it's like, Who's Mothra gonna fight in this one? Ghidorah. Oh, really? Yeah, they actually bring in Ghidorah, and you're like, "Oh my god, they actually did it!" Like they straight up brought Ghidorah in, and it ends where um, Ghidorah. I think it was really weird because Ghidorah like kidnaps all the children, and like they they get set they all they all get sent into this weird place where they're all getting harnessed or something. I forget like their energy is being like put into Ghidorah. I, I forget how it works. It's very a different take on him, and it it spins where one of the fairy sisters gets corrupted and turns evil and the other dies i think so then the the reader repulsive one actually becomes good and then has to decorrupt the one that's still alive and in the end i think they bring back the one that dies so it's like a whole there's like a whole thing there and you're just like oh my god the amount of different things that are happening here and like each one, like I said, it's just different sets of kids each time. And oh my God, dude, it's, it's so, it's honestly very fun because these, the fairies also have like a music video in each one. They're, they like sing and it's like a full on new song each time and they keep changing their fashion. So like, uh, <laughs> cause I'm watching it. Um, a lot of my friends, honestly, for the Mothra movies, majority of my friends that were there for were mainly female, so each time they saw the new Mothra fairy outfits, they're like, I know what we're cosplaying next time. We're yeah. going to do these different fairy. And they were like, they were debating which of the, the which of the fairy outfits from which movies they wanted to do. If they go to like Dragon Con or something in Georgia, to, do like that cosplaying stuff. So I was cracking up. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but dude, uh, uh, just honestly, if you guys want to look up the Mothra Rebirth. Fairy songs, and you're gonna see all the different songs they are, and they're actually pretty good, but like it, it's just crazy because it's like nothing like a Godzilla movie. You have just crazy interactions with kids, Rita repulsa, music videos, Mothra keep changing different forms for probably toys, and then like literally, oh, it's Ghidorah's little brother, oh, it's a trash monster, oh, it's actually Ghidorah. Like it's just insanity, but they're really fun movies, and I think like there's only four Mothra movies. There's the original, uh, 50s movie or no it's 60s sorry it's like a 62 movie if I remember correctly and then there's this trilogy from the 90s late 90s so definitely check them out they're a lot they feel a lot more um, you know they're after the Heisei era so there's more tech behind them but they're still like they may have aged a little bit but they still work for like over 20 year old movies I guess you could say but yeah, that's the Mothra Trilogy, man. Mothra Rebirth Trilogy. Anna. Uh, do you want to do another one or should I do one more?
1: Mm, I guess we'll treat that as one. You can do one more.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, another movie I watched, you're, you're going to like this. Uh, rewatched Cloverfield, bro. The first one? Yeah, the actual Cloverfield. The, not right, Not, fucking, yeah, not, not 10 Cloverfield Lane or Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah. Uh, the actual monster film. Okay, cool. I like yeah. that one. It holds up still. Um, it still works exactly like it doesn't feel aged at all it it still holds up great and I was more actually kind of annoyed watching it by the end because uh looking back like if you guys haven't seen it go watch Cloverfield it's it's one of the best modern monster movies it was directed by J.J. Abrams I
1: believe I just think it was such a good choice to uh, to do like If you're going to do a kaiju movie, how do you set it apart from all the others that have done it for so long and done it pretty well? Make it a found footage movie. Like, make it be like, what would it literally be like for just some random people in the city trying to avoid all the devastation? And, like, one of them is just filming it just for, like, I don't know, to have a record later.
0: Yeah. And I will say, like, okay, because, like, I want you to look at where we are now. We, we had this crazy found footage movie that came out when we were in high school. Yeah. And it's really cool. And you're like, I want a second one. And they originally, it sounded like the thought was you would get the perspective of someone that was on the other side of the bridge before it got destroyed. That would be interesting. Yeah. And that was the original thought. And then it changed. And then we got 10 Cloverfield Lane, which we didn't know was 10 Cloverfield Lane. Like We watch it and they're like, oh, it's sort of tied in. And there's, like, aliens and shit, except it's John Cabin in a bunker. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And it's like, okay, that movie's actually really good standalone. Like, you don't need to watch Cloverfield. It just works on its own. It's just a crazy fucking cool movie. And then you get Cloverfield Paradox, which goes straight to Netflix. It's so bad. (laughs) And it's so fucking bad. And they end it with a tease that they just... It's like if... um, if someone just gave you a really you went on a really bad date with someone and as they're leaving they somehow like were able to shit on your chest and you're like why would you do this to me that was cloverfield paradox because the ending is just the they go down to the surface and they're like i hope nothing changed and you see the cloverfield monster come up and you're just like i literally the
1: entire movie was like i mean this is an interesting concept but like i don't understand how it's related to cloverfield at all until that monster like pops out over the clouds and i was like oh they just like, and then it goes to credits yeah and it's just like fuck you it was like you <laughs> bastards you just threw that shit in there so you could call it a cloverfield movie
0: that was actually like a oh my god they killed kenny you bastards moment yeah. like <laughs> so i definitely I,
1: agree with you there that like the, the the original movie i still think also holds up granted i haven't watched it anytime recently but like and yeah 10 cloverfield lane was like good but it's kind of its own separate thing that's it happens to be in the same world i guess but yeah it is uh, frustrating to see like so much potential from the first one and like they could have just left it alone at that and i, w- I probably would have been fine with it and then they were like no we can milk it for more and then they just ruined it. it
0: dude i you know what the the craziest part about uh cloverfield paradox was i actually kept um all right so i, I think it was awesome Osc- it came out on an oscar night right i think it came out oh, the night of the Oscars.
1: Something like that. It definitely released like, I think they literally did a thing where it's like, and it's out now. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, interesting. it was
0: on Oscar night. And I remember I talked to my friends, Roman and Ty, and maybe one other person, I can't remember, but we watched it immediately. we were like, oh shit, jumped on, group watched it. And we like synced and we we're like, let's do it. And we're like, what the fuck is this? And the wor- the craziest part, I kept saying what was going to happen. And it just came out and I'd never seen it before. Oh, it's like... I straight up like I would say like, oh, watch. It's going to do this or blah, blah, blah. This it would do not even like, oh, you're close. It was exactly what I would say. It happened at least three times, if not five times yeah, in the movie. It was
1: an incredibly simple, predictable movie.
0: Yeah, and we were we were just like, this is horrifying and it's even more horrifying that you're basically telling what's going to happen in the movie before it happens. And I'm like, I don't want this gift. Take it away <laughs> from me, please. I, I'm not saying good things that are going to I'm like giving horrible ideas. These aren't things I wanted to, <laughs> to happen in the movie. Yeah. But at least they did say, remember there was, we did news talk about it. How many episodes ago? I'm not even sure, but they are making an actual sequel to the original Cloverfield.
1: Okay, and I, it
0: won't be found footage. Yeah, that was That's I remember us talking. We did talk about it. Yeah, and you've forgotten already.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs>
0: fun, t- fun fact, guys. James actually wipes his mind after each episode, so it doesn't. It does it doesn't like
1: actually. he's joking, but it kind of <laughs> happens a little bit. It
0: actually does. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> it's actually a lot of i feel like a lot of people i listen to they'll, they'll be like what about this episode when you said that and it's like dude i don't remember that i can't i can't tell you because i don't remember anything i've said in the past episodes and it's like oh fuck yeah. but yeah all right that's that's it for. i mean cloverfield you know it's it's a cool movie you the monster design of the monster still holds up the fucking creepy spider things are still yeah. amazing looking and they do a great job with just like characters being like oh my god oh my god oh my god!" Yeah yeah that's it there's nothing else to say
1: <laughs> yeah dude that scene where they're like going through the uh the, the subway the, the subway tracks and it's like yep. su- super dark and they're like wait hold on that's this the camera- spiders yeah this camera has uh night vision hold on give me a sec and he turns it on there's like shit crawling on the ceiling horrifying like, oh we gotta get out of here i just
0: i think my favorite so part tense. is still when he's like Remember we heard the story about the guy down here lighting homeless people on fire? Yeah, <laughs> I re- I actually remember Um, there was one like... You know how there's always this little spoof like how it should have ended or something videos where it's like a little animated version. that's yeah. like two minutes. There was one where it was Cloverfield. And in one of them where it's like the... It kept moving from like thing to thing. And one, it actually shows them and there's a flaming homeless <laughs> guy running towards him and they're like, oh no. <laughs> like that was actually... That, that shit's fucking hilarious. Uh, if they actually put that in the real movie where there's a homeless man on fire running towards them and they're like,
1: oh my god! It was a
0: deleted scene. Exactly. That would have been hilarious, though. Anyway, your turn.
1: All right, let's see. What do I want to talk about? uh Oh, yeah, the other shared thing Attack on Titan, season. Oh. Was it season three or season four?
0: Uh, the final season is season four. It's season four, part okay. one. Yeah. So boy, oh boy. I oh
1: boy. <laughs> so I apparently had stopped watching Attack on Titan like mid season three, so I had to get through the end of that too. So oh, I, really, I had stopped before like them finally talking about like the revelation of everything, uh, like why the their like civilization is the way it is, like what why the walls are a thing and like where they even came from. And so, I guess, again, for things, for, like, almost everything we talk about on, especially these uh, Backlog Special shows, all spoilers. So, I like the concept that the, that this island is, like, everyone is descendant from the Titans, essentially. Yeah, and all then, um L-
0: Eldians
1: are. Yeah, yeah and, like, the, in the season four, they kind of cover like the history of the Eldians and like where, like supposedly some, some person way back in like ancient history made an appeal to, depending on who you ask, either the gods or the devil and was like, give me ultimate power. And that they became the first Titan. And they apparently reigned for something like 13 years until they were split apart into a bunch of, smaller titans and that's where the 13 special titans come from and that also means that like we have apparently not seen all the different kinds of titans that there are uh by season four and dude when they get to the warhammer titan i was like oh holy shit this thing is bro
0: (laughs) did you like the time jump though it's like uh i
1: forget how many it's uh it was interesting five years right something like that and like like three or five years it's crazy to me that like now aaron is like kind of the bad guy and, dude, like, I, I thought it was so insane that he somehow made his way to um, Marley, which is, like, the, the I guess, antagonist nation. But well, it's actually,
0: it's uh, nine Titans, not 13. Sorry. Is it nine? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's
1: nine. I don't know why I thought. I guess 13, I thought, I guess, because of the years. Uh, and that's the other thing. Apparently, once you inherit one of those special Titan powers... You can only live for, like, 13 years, supposedly.
0: I think that's why uh, it might have been... That was the number you were thinking. Yeah.
1: Uh, So, that means Eren has a limited amount of time to live. Uh, Armin, who became the colossal titan, has a limited amount of time to live. Reiner and um, the other people... Dude, I like literally did not realize that the cart Titan was that like one girl who was just going Peak? around on all fours for so long. <laughs> I literally did
0: you love how it's peaks just always there. Just like yeah. I, I, my back's kind of fucked up. She's like now, constantly so crawling
1: just... around on all fours because she's like, yeah, I'm just used to doing that now. And it took me so long to make that connection that she was that weird horse faced Titan in the, first se- yep. in the second season that was like the one that they used as like a cart bearer. And I was like, because the whole time I was like, oh, this is a new character. I, I wonder what t- kind of Titan she turns into. And then they like mentioned the cart Titan. And I was like, wait, that Titan, her- like that Titan was like, not just some random, weird, like divergent Titan, like, because they mentioned that there are like abnormal uh, the, Titans.
0: Yeah. The ones that are always running like creepily. Yeah. I didn't think that
1: literally the cart shit. Titan was like a special one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no i knew because uh i mean it was always had something on it on uh, on her back but also yeah, i just
1: assumed that the the beast titan was controlling like a variant or whatever because that's what he's good at uh yeah. but then like it eventually clicked that like oh sh- that's why she constantly was walking on all fours she's not some weird spider titan she's that cart titan
0: <laughs> dude i cracked the amount of memes with peak are fucking hilarious because it's like one dude's like it's just being like oh what a stupid looking titan and then it shows the girl it shows peak and then the guy starts blushing like oh yeah this is so fucking
1: funny. it's uh, so
0: good like everything from her and her like uh her gunner team and dude, like yeah uh, that's
1: so cool that like when you actually get so that i actually really liked that the first i want to say like half ish of the fourth season doesn't even follow the main characters that you've come to know for the last like few seasons it so goes over first, like the Marleyan forces. the uh this
0: arc is called the marley arc yeah uh, at least in the manga like each each uh each season covers two arcs of the manga
1: and so i loved that like you get to see what like the marley army uses ldn or people of ldn descent for and like yeah. First off, I I kind of liked that they were going with a little bit of the the Jewish heritage. Yeah, it was thing. very
0: it was very Jewish. Well, so I was especially like, oh. with like
1: the the uh, the Eldian patches that they have to wear, or the armbands they have to wear to designate themselves when they and they and they have to wear those when they go outside of their like essentially ghettos that are yeah, and the Mar- Marleyans
0: like very German too. And that's the like other the regular thing.
1: ones. And they're literally willing to just like sacrifice as many Eldians as they need to, to get the, the job done. Cause like, fuck them. They're, they're descendant from devils or whatever. Yeah. And uh so like, you get to see how the Marleans normally use their Titan like forces. And yeah, like peak is you, like, they just cover her in like metal plating and give her like a, a gunner crew and they use her as a tank. And I thought that was so cool. And then like, the horrifying nature that, like, they have a, a, like, once they get the anti-air cannons taken out, they go to, um, they they have like a a zeppelin fly overhead, and they yep. have Zeke the Beast Titan, just like, and apparently he can do this even when he's outside of Titan form. He just like shouts at a bunch of Eldians, and they just turn into Titans mid, like, falling through the well, air. Well, they
0: have to have the. uh... Did they no. actually
1: inject them first?
0: I think yeah they 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 had him first. They were already ready. Like if you could tell, you look at the guys faces like they're already prepped. Well, I think
1: I think they were just like terrified because they knew what was going to happen to them. Yeah, uh, but but, like, but they like literally... they have to
0: have he can't do it naturally. Like he has they have to have the uh
1: the, Okay, because I, I, I thought that they made it seem like he can just like activate any titan he wants cuz like that's also what he did in um uh when he was in oh god, uh Paradise where he, he literally he can, just turned the like, entire town.
0: That's the thing. He uh fed them wine beforehand, too. Oh, you're right. This, this He got into fluid, their water I supply. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so I just thought it was insane that they literally just turn a bunch of people midair and use them as just, like, mass bombardment. Yeah, And it wasn't even just, to, like, to drop a bunch of titans on the town. They literally were, like, we're dropping hundreds of pounds of, like, flesh onto this town, and it's just going to destroy some portion of it and then once that uh once like the titans are running free we send in like the armored titan and the other uh and the beast titan and we just like de- decimate their fleet in the bay and that's but you how also wins.
0: see um that at this point too uh the world has gotten higher technology so they're yeah. getting more anti like they have anti-titan cannons and, and that's stuff, the other thing just, is like, like make quick work of them i
1: thought that was so interesting that in like they spend so long showing you how terrifying the Titans are and how it, like extreme training is required to fight the Titans on the on parodies, which is what the uh, the rest of the series, the rest of the series takes place on an island that the rest of the world knows uh, knows as Paradise or whatever. Yeah. And it's and then you go over to like the mainland and it's like World War Two era technology, I want to say. And, yeah, there's, like, tank shells that can just, like, punch through the armored Titan, no problem. So, at this point, like, the they call it the era of, like, Titan su- uh, supremacy is coming to an end. And, like, Marley can no longer rely on, like, having the most powerful forces in the world because the rest of the world is catching up and making these weapons that can literally kill Titans, no problem. Which is
0: why they need the founding Titan to uh, have more control. If they have yeah. the control on Titans, then they could do more.
1: So I thought that was such an interesting thing. And I also, I loved that they spend so long in the first few episodes introducing you to a bunch of new characters. So that when yep. when Aaron goes on his rampage after that speech in, like, the fifth or so episode, and, like, first off, he, like, eats that one dude who's just like, I'm going to basically sacrifice myself which was the plan yeah yeah, they
0: knew he was going to come and attack him. like i
1: think he he was expecting to be attacked but he i think he was still hoping that he might get out of it alive but aaron just like straight up eats him immediately and he makes aaron makes a point of saying like this this room that i am under right now or in right now is underneath a residential building full of innocent people and he still uh, goes into his titan form kills all those people and like the moment where it really turns for me is when, um, I forget the name of the main character girl, the one who just after that point just keeps screaming like Aaron Yeager, like Gabby, Gabby. Uh, Everyone hates Gabby. <laughs> I liked her. I don't know, but like except for when she killed Sasha. Fuck her. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, she killed Sasha. Dude, that was so sad. I was. I that after was so everything
0: sad. too, you're just like fuck because Sa- Sasha. Sasha also kills Peak's entire team. Yeah, Sasha dude, all Sasha of them.
1: became such an amazing sharpshooter. That was so cool. Yeah, but then like, oh. uh, so like, peak turns around, not peak. Uh, Gabby turns around. She sees like her friend who was sitting right next to her is like literally crushed by a boulder that was just like, or like by rubble that fell on her when Aaron it, like exploded the building, and then like one of their other friends is like we have to help her we have to get this off of her he gets trampled to and death. he gets straight up trampled to death like his skull gets cracked open yeah and he like dies before they can even get him to help and like so i i really liked that they spend so much they spend like a decent amount of time getting you t- interested in caring for these characters and then they just kill them and it shows you like oh aaron is n- he's the bad guy now yeah. like and then you find out that he's in league with zeke the beast titan to just like like their plan ends up being to sterilize the ldn people so eventually there will just be like none left and like yeah. somehow they think that that will cause like peace throughout the world but i i don't think so <laughs> yeah
0: yeah there's there's a lot to it and it's crazy too because you know you're getting a lot of perspective like falco is kind of the new mainish character a little bit um yeah falco Greece and gabby is reiner's niece if i'm correctly or, yes, or his cousin she i don't is. remember which one it is. yeah and, and dude reiner's like,
1: fucked up at this point <laughs>
0: reiner's still dude reiner's my favorite character he's been my favorite character uh he i love the the dinner with his family where they're like tell us about like the people you're with or gabby
1: asks and, and he starts describing them he's trying to describe them as terrible people like they have no manners they this have no girl culture. ate all the potatoes <laughs> yeah and he's like you can tell that he's like kind of he doesn't mean to think about them fondly but he is kind of reminiscing about what used to be friends of his yeah he feels bad about it
0: and i think what's crazy too is like when uh gabby kills sasha like there's repercussions for that where you meet you, she gets Dude, when saved by the girl who sasha saved and also the family that sasha or like sasha's parents who like have their own set of kids they've been raising
1: yeah so that's the thing she ends up gabby and falco end up getting taken to paradise and they like escape somehow at some point i forget how and i thought it was so insane that they end up uh Staying in some random farmhouse, and they're like the people are so nice to them. And Gabby is like, "These are all LDN monsters. Like we can't trust them." And th- she's
0: so brainwashed. And by like, yeah.
1: And they're so nice, and like, they they're literally giving them like everything they need to help, and they let them stay with them for so long, and then like, eventually, like the oh right 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 okay. So at this point, a bunch of LDNs who got stuck in Paradise they like it enough time passed that they literally started lives in uh parodies and like that the one Eldian soldier who fell in love with Sasha that like taught him how to, yeah who taught him how to love cooking because like he like she loved his cooking and he fell in love with her because like he literally was like I had never experienced that before that like bringing someone joy through my cooking and she loved my cooking more than anyone. And like when he sees Gabby, and like sh- Gabby explains like what she did, he's like, "You took my Sasha from me." And he like, and it's crazy because they think like he's gonna help him because he's yeah, Marley. She's like, "You're an LD- you're you're a Marleyan. You're he- like I'm also like a-, a Marleyan. I am well, I am a warrior candidate, which is what the like Titan successor candidates are in, in Marley because they can only keep the Titan for thirteen years, uh, before they need to like." sacrifice them to get the next one and just like that moment where she's like help me you're you're a Marlian. you need to get me away from these ld scum and he's like you took my sasha from me and he brings her up to uh the falco gets got hard dude dude like falco like the first wine. Off, yeah, falco like takes the shot for her like because he was about to bra- like brain her in the head with like a wine bottle and so like Falco's like out cold he brings her upstairs because, like, he apparently at this point has like his own restaurant in, uh, in Paradise, yeah. and he brings her up. And like, he had Sasha's family there because he was like, "Hey, your daughter loved my food more than anyone." I know this isn't really much of a consolation, but come by my place at some point, uh, sometime, and I'll, I'll feed you and the family for free. And so they do that, and that's why they're there. And yeah. so he brings Gabby up, and he's like this is the person who killed your daughter and like the one girl in the family that was, that knew that the other two were from Marley, uh, that Falco and Gabby were from Marley, like, and had been trying to help her find, help them find a way to get back home. Cause, and it was like the proof that like not all LDNs are evil and selfish. Yeah. And like the, the parents are like, you know, we might hate her and we miss our daughter, but, we can't kill this child we can't do it and then like the the daughter who's just like had been trying to help him the whole time she loses her shit and she's like you stole my sister from me like you deserve to die and i was just like this shit's fucking heavy man
0: dude it's incredibly and then aaron comes and you're like oh it just keeps keeps getting worse it just keeps getting worse and that's the most insane part of it yeah especially like zeke like Fucking over that entire scout core uh yeah. when he turns them all. That was so sad. Cause then it's like, that was, he, like Oh, that was so sad, yeah. And it's like, uh, like, I need
1: like these are all people I used to know, and I have to kill them now.
0: Worst part too is like one of the girls that was complaining to him earlier is the one that's carrying him that whole time, that one Titan. Yeah. It's like always running. Like you're just like, Oh, that's her that sucks ass. That yeah. like that, that that really sucks. And then but. the
1: revelation that like the Titan that killed aaron's mom way back in the origin the like first episode or two i forget i think it was the first episode that was their father's ex-wife that's zeke's mom that's zeke's mom she's a royal titan and i was like what the fuck what are the odds
0: (laughs) yep she is the uh, yeah that you find you find that one out more though in the uh, third season I believe at the end of the third season.
1: Oh yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, it's like that the at the, the season finale of it when they do the whole flashback of Grisha's perspective. Yeah, because and Aaron, then you get Zeke's perspective after, yeah, and you're
1: like, okay. Aaron finally starts to remember his father's memories. Yeah, of, and you
0: also get you understand why Zeke is also the way he is because Grisha kind of sucked at being a dad as well. Oh, um, but then
1: yeah, dude, the revelation later on the, the reason why Zeke turned in Grisha and his mom wasn't because he was so brainwashed by Marley it was because like the previous Beast Titan was like I I don't want you to die and if you don't turn in your parents you're going to be taken away just like they will so you're only the only way that you can succeed in like helping the LDN people the way you want to is to turn in your parents yeah like there's so many layers to this show
0: it's so insane, and then the end, dude. The end where Pika, they set that whole thing up, and Pico Galliard uh, comes in and shit as the uh, fucking what's it called the um, what's the small Titan called again? Uh, the fast one. Oh, the the Jaw Titan. Jaw Titan
1: comes up, dude, yeah. I love you see like,
0: like the 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 air machine, the fucking how the Zeppelin's coming in yeah. and stuff. It's dude, like I, I oh. love
1: the the Beast Titan, not the Beast Titan, the Jaw Titan. Like, so we saw the jaw titan wielded by Ymir. Ymir in the and it turns
0: out she didn't even know how to use it, really.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. is like her titan was just like, it had strong jaws and claws and it was fast, but like wielded by someone who can truly bring out his full potential. It literally has like a hardened face. In like Yeah, Pico Galliard, who, it's like he ate the woman who ate his brother. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, that's just, I kind of feel bad for Ymir that like she just wanted answers and they just like bring her back to marley and immediately sacrifice her basically
0: yeah she she got an off-screen death man yeah I mean practically
1: yeah and yeah. then like dude the moment and back to aaron's rampage in uh marley like that scene where he uses the jaw titan to crush the the like crystal that the the warhammer titan was like trying to stay safe in is so insane he's literally like pico is just like stop stop please stop and he's just like aaron's literally just using him as a nutcracker (laughs) dude
0: that was so intense and crazy and then like he drags he drags them into it too like he drags all the uh uh the eldians like you know his people like Mikasa and armin has to destroy an entire navy and dude that was so
1: i okay my favorite moment possibly from that uh whole rampage episode was just when the Jaw Titan comes out of nowhere and he's like trying to fight Aaron and then like the Scout Corps shows up and is just decimating him and he's like I don't understand but I'm a Titan why are you not running away from me and I'm like dude this is what they do <laughs> they kill I, Titans really, I
0: I really love that in this whole time the Scout Corps has become so advanced and yeah. strong and it's great because it's like one thing the one issue is of course they make the eldians and marley look good but they make the eldians from eldia look really bad because now the yeah. entire world was hit like all the diplomats and
1: you're just like oh that's fuck. the thing that, now it's like the entire world is against uh parodies except for the japanese uh they're yeah. like i forget what their nation is called but yeah they're like because yeah. Mikasa's part of the royal family and Apparently. you're like what <laughs> yeah so that's and this is kind of leads to the last bit for this is like I thought that Hulu only had like the first half of the season, and I was because like that hap- that happens sometimes for Hulu, where they'll they'll like have a break where they they can't get any of the new episodes for a while. And then I literally started talking to a coworker about like how I started watching the last season of uh, uh, Attack on Titan, and I said like, yeah, I got for some reason Hulu only has like up to this point, and she's like, oh no, that's just where it ends. And I was like, well, no, you you're joking right that can't be right it's like oh yeah they only contracted for like x amount of episodes so when the studio like did that many episodes they just kind of like stopped and so like i think they're trying to work out finishing the season or the series for real but it's just like it is frustrating that at least for now this is literally all we get and it ended with like such a crazy cliffhanger of like yeah the jaw titan coming out of nowhere aaron is like about to face down the beast titan again and i'm just like whoa cool i can't wait to see what happens next it's like you'll have to wait a while probably
0: yeah the current uh they've been saying winter 2022 so the Ugh. expectation for part two of the final season is january february Ugh. of next year well, that's not great yeah i know it could be i mean it could be remember like i feel like they these things happened it, all right attack on titan like it could be worse remember the gap between season one and two
1: that's true that was a pretty hefty that
0: was four to five years of a gap
1: i didn't realize it was that bad i
0: think so i forget i could be wrong but i feel like it was very very i'm gonna look look that up a
1: long time
0: yeah because that was that was really fucking long um let me see really fast though i want to i want to make sure i can get this because it was horrifying how long it took all right i mean uh I, season season one 2013 season two 2017 it was four fucking oh years I was really, yeah yeah so and then after that 2017 the season three was 2018 2019 season four was 2020 2021 so you can see a, a vast um best difference there where yeah. yeah between one and two where they just said fuck you <laughs> and just like why would you do this to me <laughs> so yeah boom Boom, baby. Boom. But there's one arc left, and from what I've heard, like... Because at first, everyone thought that it was fully ending, and then, like, the way it was already ending, you're like, it's impossible, they can't end it this fast. Like, it almost seemed like it wasn't part one, it was just the final season, and there was, like, two episodes left. So a lot of people were very worried. And then they were like, oh, it's just part one, part two is coming later, and you're like, you fucking son of a- <laughs> You bastards. But... Yeah it's um it's one of those things where i don't want to i'm not going to say anything but attack on titan is the one show where i got so tired of waiting that because i didn't read the i didn't read the manga at all i just straight up though between season one and two is like you'll fuck this and then started reading up to see what was going on and i was like right is the beast titan and then um or like the the armored titan sorry and like uh that uh, Bertolt was the, like, Colossal Titan, and I was reading up mm-hmm. on all of it, and I just, I just, it was, like, one of those, Attack on Titan was the moment where it was, like, my first breakthrough of spoilers, where I just didn't care anymore because I was yeah. so impatient and I was so tired, and I'm like, you know what? I know I'm gonna enjoy it either way, and I also didn't, like, fully spoil myself with everything, but I, I definitely, like, was checking it all out, and I do know how it ends i do know what happens in the the second part i won't say it but i'm also still like i only read up on it like i didn't actually like see it i only read up like the text stuff and i'm like oh shit but i i definitely want to see it unfold in this show because that's what it's still that's why i'm waiting so long and it's like
1: yeah and that's the thing is like if i really want to know how the story ends i could just read the manga but like, at this point, I've waited so long for this series to just be over, that, or to be completed, that I'm fine waiting another however long a period of time it is to get to the last bit of the last season. But it Probably is Probably just... anywhere
0: from uh, five to seven months, I would say, most likely. That's not that bad.
1: I, yeah. I can wait.
0: Uh, if anything, six months. Five to six months, I would say. But, yeah, I I will... I will wait patiently at this time. It could be worse, James. Uh, the creator could be George R.R. Martin. <laughs> yeah. That, that could happen. Imagine Very that, because then we would have gotten a, an animated... It would have been like the fucking live-action Attack on Titan movie, where the, the last season of the anime would just be completely different from the manga, and you'd be like, fuck! Yeah. Which, uh, once again, if people don't know, um, don't watch the live-action, the two live-action Attack on Titan movies. I watched them so no one else would ever have to. Yeah. Those are horrifyingly horribly bad. Horribly
1: bad. Yeah. Never watch I've them. I've heard Don't waste good your about time. those. Other than like sort of the puppetry work for the Colossal Titan looks kinda cool, but that's about they it.
0: They combine uh they combine Zeke uh they combine Zeke, Reiner, and also um levi into one character oh and no go, aaron's yeah they make him the armored titan and aaron's brother and i'm like excuse
1: no you. no 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 that's very wrong
0: yeah and also the, like the leader of like these elite scouts and shit and i'm just like excuse excuse me excuse me i have a question like i have I'm a ca- question i'm okay uh, with when s- did god stop talking to you yeah.
1: <laughs> like i'm okay with a certain amount of artistic license because like some things don't translate well from like between comics and in movies and manga and all that but like that's a pretty massive change
0: also it was real it was the real world so it was the regular world and then titans came and basically devolved like society where oh, like they didn't have the technology no. they had anymore so like the high wall there's just like a weird crashed helicopter up there and you're like why is that there and you're just like are you fucking kidding me it just shows a regular world and all of a sudden you see flashes and titans basically popping out of buildings and everyone's like oh no <laughs> like that is oh, so stupid that's so yeah. weird yeah no thank also you they they don't have armin in it at all and they they replace him with like this dude who's just always hungry and he's just some kind of hefty dude that's always hungry and he's able to then take it take a titan and flip him over his back and be like
1: ah! wait did they combine <laughs> sasha armin and mikasa
0: no because mikasa so mikasa uh when the first attack happens in the beginning mikasa gets separated from aaron and he thinks she got eaten but then instead she has like a very dark upbringing with levi brother of Aaron. what and i think they may have banged i can't really tell but it was very strange looking and i was worried and also the guy that could throw titans gets shot by uh so he could throw titans and his his, his, he gets killed by bullets i'm like why what was the point of any of this it was so fucking stupid Never watched that show. I mean, movie. Never watched those movies. Yeah, it's not good. I watched that on a plane. I was like, yo, this is fucking so stupid. Uh, worst plane choice ever. But I'm I'm glad I did it to sacrifice myself so no one else would have to. I always I try to tell as many people as I can. I say, don't don't watch that movie. Just don't do it. You could do anything else with your life. That's it. <laughs> All right. I think uh, we've reached the, our limit, though, James. I yeah, think we're good. Hour and
1: a half. That's not bad.
0: Yeah. Uh, we got out. Honestly, good amount of shit. I went from I want to want to look at this really fast. So uh my stuff watched had raised to like 31. Um counting 111 and all the stuff we talked about here, we knocked out 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10. So I think I'm back at 21 again. Yeah. Uh so we did take out like a third of at least that stuff. So I mean, it's not bad and Yeah, next episode, I'll probably be very much in Fast and Furious 9 and just talking about that, so that might take up the bulk of it. But uh, after that, guys, I'll pretty much be done with Fast and Furious, so I could probably knock out a lot more of these backlog episodes or these uh, backlog, like, movies and shows. And then plus, like, Jim's and I have a bunch of shared stuff still, like Love, Death, and Robots and Primal to talk about. And uh, probably at the end, like I said, the end of August... uh, there might be an episode where there's no news, I guess like the first week of September. So we're going to record sort of like a backlog episode, but it's going to be a regular numbered one. So we'll be catching up a lot more still. So we should be breaking even within the next month and a half or so, if anything, I think. That's uh, a it's a, an optimistic prediction, I would say. But yeah. So if you guys like the show, of course, please uh, support us subscribe to whatever podcast platform you're listening on. And if it's Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. that really helps us out. And, uh, you can of course write into us on at talk at gmail.com. Once again, talk at gmail.com. It's right in the show notes. Uh, you can send us in, uh, comments, questions, feedback, any of that kind of stuff. And if it's a question, we could probably read it on the show and answer it on the show as well. And you can follow, also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at SuperSide Talk. You can follow James on Twitter at invaderjim124. And you can follow me on Twitter at gogocomzilla. And if you heard the song at the beginning, I forgot to mention it. The song at the beginning of this episode and starting, I believe, either here. I'll, I'll do, Maybe I'll just do it here since I'm mentioning it now. But uh, we, or maybe I'll put in 111. We have a new intro and it's by the same composer, Cody Ojea. He's a friend of mine that I went to school with, he did the the, the intro we've had for over 100 episodes of Sutra Side Talk. He's done the intro to Sutra Sidewatch. He's done the intro to The Cut of Steel. Uh, that is all him, and he has made us a new intro uh, that we'll probably be using for quite some time as well, and I uh, just want to say thank you. You rock, man. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy this new intro, though. It's, uh, it's, a, it's an awesome one. It's like fucking 90s ska. It feels like Mario Kart had a baby with Tony Hawk Pro Skater. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoy it. But uh, until next time, we will catch you guys later. Thanks for listening.